0: Hey, and welcome back to the best 30 minutes of your life. It's your third stream, Goats. Coach O, a former D1 Plus 2 athlete, and The Tim, a professional person, where jokes are funny and sports are real.
1: In this episode, we are going to go over personal mascot, Tony Romo, would be named the solution to hitless games, debate, random sports stuff, games of the week, challenge of the week, and our life hack. So the first thing... We're going to talk about is if you had a personal mascot, what would it be for your life for who you are individually? What would it be? Mine is such a simple answer. And everyone listening that knows me says (gasps) capybara. Everyone knows ever since I was 10, I went to the zoo (laughs) and I saw this animal that was a capybara and I fell in love ever since I got to pet one and hold one. Um, You got to pet one and hold one. Yeah. We're
0: talking about capybara's, right?
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: The world's Maddie? largest
1: loving animal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Elizabeth took me there in Phoenix and uh, it was so much fun getting to actually meet them. But anyway, um, they are everything that I aspire to be. Okay. And, but Caleb, actually speaking of aspire, didn't your dad used to have a Ford aspire, like a little <laughs> bubble car? <laughs>
0: Uh, my dad had uh, a lot
1: of weird cars growing up. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Um, he upgraded to a Chevy Spark. Well, and... okay.
0: Before, before you go on, he, he upgraded to a truck, a GMC <laughs> 2500 truck. And then he traded his truck in for a, um, for a Chevy Spark. So he went from a little tiny little car to a truck, a man's car. To another little tiny car that I could lift up with three fingers. And that would fit in the back of his truck.
1: It's so perfect. So basically <laughs> his truck got a toy. Yep, but basically. then he gave the truck away. And now yep. he drives a toy. <laughs> so anyway, it is funny seeing Greg in a Chevy Spark. Um, a couple of other things about capybaras: Bears. They eat lettuce. I want to eat lettuce. Oof. So that's another thing. Um, they're also very loving animals. They get along with every animal ever. Um, they're my role model, if you will. For those of you that want to see more about capybaras, there's a group on Facebook called Capybara Connoisseurs. Uh, there's about a hundred thousand of us that are in love with capybaras, so I highly recommend you join that group if you don't know what it. Well, don't we don't want all of you. We want the people that want to like, you know, be interested in capybaras.
0: Quick question. Um, this is just you know, capybaras. You're vegetarian, right? Correct. All right, so are you a vegetarian?
1: Um, as of 10 seconds ago, when we first started talking about this, I will be no.
0: You will be now, okay. Yes,
1: because they're vegetarian, okay. and I want to grow up. I want to be able to grow hair like capybaras. I want to be able to do everything, <laughs> and maybe that's because <laughs> of their diet, let's be honest.
0: Okay. Um, well, so your full team name would then be the Tim's Capybarras? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, um, mine is going to be my personal mascot is going to be the swooshes. A lot of people know that I love Nike um, and I have a tattoo of Nike on my thigh. So not only are they the most iconic sports brand, um, it's all I do when I play basketball.
1: All okay. I do is swoosh. <clears throat> OK, but like, is it swoosh or swish? That's okay. what I don't understand.
0: So in basketball, I swish, but in life, I swoosh. Ooh, hoo, hoo. <laughs> so, my uh, personal mascot, my whole team name would then be the Cocho Swooshes. Okay.
1: That's
0: awesome. Okay. Um, so, for our listeners out there, we will be posting a poll of who's better. Um, who do you think is like whose personal mascot is better? Um, and go vote. So, go um, follow us on Instagram at third string goats. Um, and you'll be able to kind of give us your feedback on what you think or who you think is better. And then you can also give us what you think our,
1: our names could be as well. Perfect. Yeah. Go check us out. Um, third string goats on Instagram. So Caleb, I want to ask you, um, if you think Tony Romo can predict the future. Um, so the whole reason I bring this up is because he was in an interview earlier this week saying that Zach Wilson is in the same, um, Mahomes stratosphere. And why I think that's interesting is that if we go back to, um, I'm actually gonna play a couple of clips here. So this is when Romo was predicting plays um, in the NFL. So here, let's give these a listen, Rope. What do you see here, Tony?
0: Oh, I thought they were gonna run the ball to the right. Now he's going back left with yes, the sir. run.
1: There you go. To the left it is, Richard.
0: Jim, I got $5. This is a run to the left.
1: I gotta pay now.
0: Where? Why didn't Tony Romo use this gift when he was playing? Like he could have won a Super Bowl with these gifts. Do you not know? I must not.
1: Okay. Know so, what? Tro- yeah, no. The, the obvious, the the truth. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> Troy Aikman actually paid Romo thirty million to suck. So there was no debate on the best quarterback
0: in Dallas.
1: In, in Dallas. Oh, ooh. So that's I didn't actually know what, that. Yeah, that's actually what happened. Oh, OK. Yeah. So no, but actually um, it is very curious on why. Obviously, it's way different from the you know broadcasting studio compared to, you know, real time ta- or, you know, playing in an NFL game. I'm sure. I mean, I wouldn't know. Um, for those of you that don't know, I have never played in the NFL. Um, <laughs> so, so I don't actually <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's true or not. I would think it's it's way easier to, you know. When we go to Lambo and stuff, it is pretty sweet. Um, sometimes sitting high up, so you can actually see, like, you know, the whole play develop and be like, "Dude, like, what don't you see? He's wide open.
0: Exactly. Just throw it." <laughs> yeah. Throw um,
1: it all, read it. I- I'm curious on this, and I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna actually be following this to see if he actually sees something in Zach Wilson that no one else does. A lot of people are saying Zach Wilson is the next Johnny Manziel. He's just gonna be like, you know, whatever. Hmm. I don't think that's gonna happen, but it will be fun to see if he is true or not. And if he is true, then, like, Tony Romo is probably going to win the GOAT award.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, he should. There's no reason for he, um, for him not winning.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so, R would be named. So, in our, as you guys know, so this is one of our favorite segments. This has been really fun. Um, and so, we, we're in the NFC West right now. Um, we're going to be doing two teams the rest of... Um, the football season, just so we can get through all of the teams. Um, and so we have the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. So for mine, I would like to call them the Seattle Sea Chickens. <laughs> and that's a huge shout out to my dad um, because ever since I can remember, he's always called them the Sea Chickens. He's always done like their. <laughs> Or whatever noises chickens make. Was that decent or was your, that terrible? Uh, watching
0: games growing up at your house and how your dad would always say that—that that was that's a good one.
1: Yeah, and he'd make wings under his arms and just like <laughs> be like a sea chicken. Um, and so that's what I think they should be called based on that. I think it'd just be like a funny name as well, sea chicken. Um, so shout out to Dad Brill,
0: Dad Brill baby. Um, for Seattle, um, I'm going to actually switch the entire name. Um, I, I'm going to, since Seattle's based out of Washington, I'm going to use Washington instead of uh, Seattle. So I'm going to call them the Washington Georges after our first <laughs> president. Um, cause who doesn't want to be named after our first president? And also George Washington was from
1: Seattle. Oh yeah. So, uh,
0: fact check. Really? That Facebook.
1: <laughs> yeah, we will definitely have to send this off to the fact checkers because I don't know if that's true or
0: not. Only fact check will tell us the truth, Right.
1: Right. That's so true. (laughs) Um, My honorable mention is the Seattle rains. No, not rains like a king, the kingly rain or a sovereign rain. Rains like water. Um, All it does is rain, 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 no matter what. In Seattle, Um, (laughs) it rains 150 days a year. Um, For you, Matt, there's out there. That is 41 percent of the time. So 41 percent of the time you're in Seattle, it rains like that. Freaking blows. Yeah. So coming from. in Colorado, there's 300 days of sun, so like, and I love the sun, and so it's awesome. I I never visited Seattle, that I've I've heard it just rains, 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 no well, matter 40% what. Forty percent of the time,
0: so that, it rains a lot. Yep. Um. So my pick, uh, for San Francisco is, uh, back in the Gold Rush days, a guy named uh, Levi Strauss invented, uh, the denim jeans. Um, this was for miners that were looking for a tough but yet comfortable clothing to mine all their gold with and um so i think the san francisco should be called the san francisco jeans and for their outfits i think they should kind of wear some type of jegging um so that still like gives them a little room out there to run around and just have like a whole denim outfit uh
1: yeah i i i don't agree with the jegging thing i think if they're going to call themselves the san francisco jeans Mm -hmm. then they actually have to wear jean material and so now obviously it's kind of going to suck for them but like Stay true to your roots. Yeah, Be named the San Francisco jeans. jeans, And then just wear jeans.
0: I mean, everyone always says, slow and steady
1: doesn't win the race. Exactly. (laughs) So that's (laughs) what I'm saying. And so they need to wear jean everything. So jean boxers, jean um, tights, whatever they are. Jean, uh, that doesn't matter. So jean like helmets, I think everything's jeans. Because like if go back to your roots. We need to remember history. We need to remember where we came from. Shout out Levi Strauss.
0: Yeah, um,
1: definitely. Instead of the San Francisco 49ers, I would call them the San Francisco Ubers. And <laughs> as you guys know, Uber started in San Francisco. And um, it would be funny to have um, an actual car on their helmet. I'm just picturing like the Uber app um, or like the car that would be on their helmets. I think that'd be hilarious. It would also be funny knowing that like the Ubers have to Uber to games. And I think if they were ever um uh, if it ever took a lift, they would have to be cut immediately and banned from Uber for life. Um and I think but going back to the Ubers, like Uber has not been profitable for a super long time and ever since they've been a thing. And so with all the Ubers having to Uber, it would make mm-hmm. Uber profitable again. So yeah, the Do slogan think... would be make Uber profitable again.
0: Yeah. Do you think if we took this idea to Uber and the uh and the 49ers if we could like strike a deal and like take home like i don't know say 96.5 percent of the profit
1: yes if we were to go come up with this amazing idea to put the uber car on the 49ers helmets like there's no reason that us as the like the idea yeah, makers goats. that we should we should be getting that <laughs> we should be getting a very high percentage yeah um so yeah that is my um san francisco ubers um my honor will mention is the san francisco studios and that's because that is all you can afford, or that is all you can live in in that city, because you can't afford anything else.
0: Most that people. That is so <laughs> true. Um, I actually have You're an so honorable true. mention too, and um, my honorable mention is the San Francisco fortunes, uh, because the fortune cookie was created and developed in San Francisco back in 1918.
1: So. So why is it not called like the American fortune cookie, or why is it not called like the San Francisco um, fortune cookie? I, so
0: I think that's a question for Siri
1: okay (laughs) okay yes i will i will get on that when we're done not now obviously so we are going into our what is something that annoys you but doesn't annoy most people so caleb
0: yeah this one again i don't know how many of you play pickup basketball out there i love playing pickup basketball i'm you know an older fellow who tries to stay in shape plays some you know just you know (laughs) balling around with the bros and i just uh, want to
1: ball my breath
0: and uh so while playing to basketball, there's always, like, one guy who never calls fouls. He hacks you to death, like, all the time. And then when you call a foul on him, he is just, like, he freaks out. And, yeah, it's not a good thing. So, that is something that annoys me, that uh, it just, it annoys me. Like, if I wanted that much contact, I would just go home to my wife.
1: Um, yes. <laughs> so, that is perfect. Yeah, that,
0: that's my, uh, what is something that annoys you that most that most people. Um,
1: yeah, I I totally agree with you obviously like i don't play a ton of basketball um for obvious reasons yeah i'm white okay um and so i uh you know i can't jump i can't shoot i if there was an olympic sport for like world's worst jumper i would place i would Would get a medal
0: wow yeah actually i would agree i've seen you shoot
1: yeah i keep trying (laughs) to have you coach me up but you said no
0: yeah, you're, I mean, you're kind of past the point of coaching.
1: <laughs> I'm 29. I don't know if I can learn it at this point. <laughs> my annoying thing that annoys me um, is being called bud. Oh my gosh, dude. I hate being called bud so much, especially in a business type of setting. I've done like some different um, business deals. I've done like, whether it's a contract or buying something or whatever that is. Um, there's been a couple times where I've like, I've, I'll go through it, you know, whether it's purchasing a new truck or something like that. And like I'll shake hands with the guy and he'll be like, "Yeah, thanks so much, bud." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. "I don't want to like hit people and I don't think we should be hitting people, but there should be one exception. I'm again, like I'll talk to Congress. I don't freaking care. <laughs> I should be when they call me bud, I should be able to hit them or like grab grab them and like throw them against like a spike in the wall or something. Uh,
0: because yeah. like
1: it is so frustrating being called <laughs> Bud.
0: Um so Bud, um with so many hitless no! games going on these days. Huh? Um so actually talking about hitless games in baseball, that like this year there's been a lot of just um complete games, pitchers are dominating the game um this year. So what is so what is the solution that we could offer the MLB?
1: I actually love this topic and I have some really good um pointers for um what we could do. And so, I think any ball that gets um, knocked out of the park, now, mm-hmm. not knocked out of the field, like a home run, like, no, actually knocked out of the park. Oh, so, like, should, the whole stadium? The whole stadium. Oh, so, wow, like, okay. you know, obviously, if you have a dome, if you have a ceiling, like, you can't be eligible unless yep. if you're the Brewers, right? Because well, they, um, can, they open can open the it up. Yeah, they can open mm. it up. And so, they could do that if they wanted to. but whenever you knock it out of the park, that should be worth two runs. Mm. But also, any runner that's on a base, that's mm-hmm. also two runs. So, like, if there was a guy in first and I hit it out, that's four runs. Oh, okay. So, now there is a couple other things that would make it even more fun. Okay. It's pretty much only applies for the Giants in San Francisco because I think they're the only team that has, like, it's right on water.
0: Could be yeah. wrong about
1: that. Fact checkers, please um, check that Fact out checkers. again. Um, but if it's caught outside the park and if they are in water – it counts as two outs and two runs. Okay. okay. So now I think that would just be hilarious.
0: So so let me get this straight. So let's say there's let's say there's one out in the inning since it counts as two outs. And this guy just hits a blast. And this kayaker who's just sitting in the water catches the ball. And there's one person on base. So let's say there's a guy in second. So he hits out of the park. Those four runs count. But then the two outs happens because the kayaker caught it. Um, so that would end the inning, correct?
1: Correct, but those runs count. Yeah, so, so the like runs in count, normal but the ending, the exactly. The so in normal, like obviously when you you know catch it that run but any runs don't count. but like this one would be you get the runs, but then you're out. and so okay. <laughs>
0: um, there those are solutions, maybe not the best ones, but they're solutions. Uh-huh. Um, so for mine, I think baseball, should just have solo runs count as two runs in the last three innings. So Ooh. let's say it's, so it only count in the seventh, the eighth and the ninth inning. Okay. Let's say you're down three to one, two, two outs, um, whatever down, like in the eighth inning and you hit a solo shot, you are now tied three, three. And then it's like, like it's a even closer game and it just, it makes things a little interesting. Okay. Um, and then my other solution, so let's say that same game, they go into extra innings. So they tie 3-3 in the ninth inning. They, so any game that goes into a tie, or extra innings as baseball used to call it, because they're now going to adopt my new idea, um, is baseball should do what soccer does and do a shootout. So after the tie, a team selects three batters, and they each have a minute to go hit as many home runs. So three minutes per side. And then whichever team hits the more home runs wins the game. I think this is going to be a great, like, fan. Um, fans are going to love it. Fans won't just start leaving after, after like, the 7 any stretch. Um, it's just going to bring – I think it's just going to, like, enlighten baseball's world if they adopt this.
1: Yeah, I actually love that because we've all been to games that it's like, oh, my gosh, seriously, like, the end of the 11th? like Exactly. I am so ready to go home. Like <laughs> You can only watch so-, so much baseball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Typically one game a year. Let's
0: get into our uh, goat and woat of the week. Again, this is greatest of all time and worst of all time. Um, so my goat of the week is actually Mark uh, Vitale. For those of you who don't know uh, who Mark Vitale is, he just um, won a national championship for the Baylor Bears in NCAA basketball. So he's a college basketball player that just won a national championship who then played for the Trailblazers in Summer League and then this last Thursday just signed with the Seattle Seahawks um, as a tight end. And the last
1: time he played football was in middle school. Dude, what an actual goat. Like,
0: when we say goaten, like, he is goaten.
1: Yeah, straight goaten. Um, I, I wonder if he has the goaten tattoo yet. I don't know. We should ask him. Yeah, we should ask um, for sure. Um, that truly is insane, though. And it so, is. like, everything good he does, we will be praising him for because he deserves all praise. Absolutely. At this point. <laughs> my goat is my wife. My wife, Elizabeth, and so she got done with her first week working night shift um, as an ICU nurse, Um, Mm. and so she's been trying to get this position for a while, Um, but it is tough because it is working nights, Um, so she is saving lives one pumpkin spice latte at a time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, shout out to uh, all the nurses, especially Al. She's a sweet person, so. She is the best. Um, So, getting into the vote, my vote of the week is... It's kind of been an ongoing summer thing, but I kind of wanted to just point out um, for my vote this week is just the Lakers and LeBron, and for some reason they think that signing all these, like, old washed-up stars is going to win them a championship. So I'm giving them the vote of the week because that's just the worst thinking of all time. You can't just sign, like, Carmelo Anthony, who's 37, who sat out of the NBA for two years and then was, like, a bench player for the Trailblazers for the last couple years and think he's just going to, like, help LeBron win a championship. Like LeBron himself is 37. Um, and LeBron, you can use this as fuel as much as you
1: want. I just don't think you have any more fuel left in the tank. Um, okay. <laughs> counterpoint. Okay. What if, since he's signing old superstars, what if that, 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 he called you?
0: Um, I would definitely
1: join. Um,
0: I've had many multiple NBA contracts come my way. I just haven't many found multiple. one that
1: fits. Okay. What so are you looking for join. in a team? like what um, team would you sign with
0: I would sign with anybody okay
1: that's great um my vote is junk food okay and so junk food is bad for you right we is all know it? junk food it's it's hard to say really um if you look at my belly recently it's bad for you <laughs> But I kind of like dig deep into like kind of like an onion, you know, you dig or you peel back the layers, right? Mm -hmm. And you, and you find the actual like inner onion. And so I was digging deep into this and I was thinking to myself, it's 2021. If I change the junk food nutrition to identify as healthy, will they be healthy for me to eat? And if not, why? (laughs) So like, I Solid, solid argument thank you i i cuz i don't know if i would just use white out and then just put you know instead of sugars just like you know proteins and avocado fats and everything yeah. um yeah. because quite on like why why like can it be you know it, yeah. you know so that's wow. my yeah, well,
0: I, I honestly think we killed that uh that segment this week go most of the week
1: i i so i will see like it is my well, junk food is my vote this week
0: but okay. if this is
1: true um It will be my goat next week Oh, if I can change it for being unhealthy. Yeah, just contact
0: McDonald's. I'm sure they'll be glad to talk to you. Yeah. So as we move into our next segment, which is, uh, should athletes be required to do press conferences? And Tim, give us your take on this.
1: Yeah, so short answer is yes. Long answer is also yes. Um, Long answer explained is that if I train my whole life to do something – and I made billions of dollars to um, dress in tights and catch a ball, I should be required to talk about it. You look at it like any walks of life, this happens, whether it's um, different news things or things in a business or things in the community, people do have to talk about what's going on. And so for a grown man to be in tights, I think we should talk about it.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's talk about a different side of that in the fact of Um, that's kind of where fake news comes in though, where you have, you know, something happening and then they, um, they start asking either the wrong person or the wrong person just gives them false information, especially athletes right after a tough loss. Like, let's just say you lost, uh, um, I don't know the NBA finals just happened. Let's say the Milwaukee bucks lost, um, at the buzzer, uh, you know, game seven and they go up to Giannis and they're like, Hey, Giannis, tell us how you feel. Uh, why would i want to ever talk to you um because i get paid
1: millions of dollars
0: um well
1: i disagree so my short answer
0: (laughs) and my long answer is both no i don't think um we should require athletes to talk to the media i think if they want to i think go for it um but as a former d1 plus 2 athlete i think privacy um it's something we need to kind of give these players um, at least give them some space after games and stuff without shoving a mic into their face and telling them, telling us to just give us information. And I think if we keep, keep doing that, we're just going to create robots out of these athletes and they're just going to tell us what we want to hear and not actually tell us the truth.
1: Mine's way better. And so like, as a, as a matter of fact, I think that like every player actually needs to be interviewed after every game so like then we have to make an archive on youtube or somewhere literally every person that is on that roster has to get interviewed for instance like the second string long snapper if they were to ask him like how do you think you could have improved the game he could say something like you know i told our first guy that if you went down i'm just a long snap of the fingers away (laughs) and so that would be good that'd be a lot of content for everyone um or like an offensive lineman who allowed eight sacks um You know, you would be asked like, were you you trying to get the QB hurt? And you would be like, yes, Sean Payton paid me too. (laughs) And so I think that would would all be hilarious things to have um, because we need more laughs in the world. And so that'd be a way for us to get more laughs.
0: Yeah, that would definitely bring a different side to each team, bring more of a comedic um, impression to each team with just having non-players play. But, but I still I think, disagree. I don't think, um, and I don't think I'll ever agree with you.
1: Okay. Um, so your fair, opinion, totally fair. No, nope. yeah, I deserve that. Yep. I I so deserve that.
0: So yeah, I just again, Tim, I I don't I don't agree. I don't think players should talk to the media. But my solution for this, um, so the media can still get what they want, is every team designates somebody from their team. It can be a player. It can be probably not a player, but it could be if you really wanted to, maybe like the third string, like punter, since most teams have them. Um, but designate one person, an uh, intern, a coach, um, maybe a media person, or we could even call him the head talker. And um, Ooh. Yeah. So I like that. Each team hires a head talker who debriefs with the team, goes with the head coaches for like five minutes, g- gather some information, goes, talks to some players throughout the locker room. And then he goes, meets with the media and kind of gives them, Uh, like the update of the injuries and everything going on. Um, so that is my solution. So not every, and then players afterwards then can go talk to the media if they want, but I don't think they should ever be
1: required to. Okay. And
0: if you ever believe that they do, you're wrong.
1: Okay. Wow. Again, I deserve that. So I'm not mad. I think, um, it would be fun looking at the resumes that come in for applying for a job that's titled head talker. (laughs) talker. I think that'd be hilarious. Um, I also do not like one of the other things you said is that they'd hire a media person to talk to the media. Yeah. So like okay, so two media people just talking about media media things.
0: Well, he's gonna be inside the the team. So he's he'll be like team personnel.
1: Okay. That makes sense. You just said media person. So I'm picturing okay. like Okay. Yeah, team media personnel. Person. Head talker. Okay. Head talker. It's amazing. So when this goes live, we'll definitely see if we can get a hold of some of the resumes that go through. Like, I wonder if there's going to be like a words per minute that you can talk requirement for this. Mm. Like, or do you have to be at a rap? Because, like, that's the like, do they have to rap about how their team did?
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Do they have to? Like, you're the one that's making this rule. Do they oh, have to, or yes. can they just talk? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the random sports stuff of the week is Cam Newton was released. Um, the Tim I was partially right. Um, how does it feel, Tim? Yeah, honestly, it feels really good. And so (laughs) I going back, um, Caleb had said he had some stuff left back in his tank. Um he doesn't, and he was released. Um he wasn't traded, he was released. So
0: Yeah, I I did say that. I thought he I thought he had some left in the tank. I thought the Patriots would see that. Um, but any arena football team would be happy to have cam Newton right now, join their team. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so disrespectful to cam Newton. Um, but it is, I am very curious now. Like I think bill Belichick, um, did this to prove a point. Um, Belichick has been very, very consistent and persistent to the media that like, he's made a big deal that Mac Jones is doing exactly what yeah, uh, is doing exactly what bill wants. Mm. he said that in an interview and i was i thought that was curious because they cut cam newton and then he says this and so i really think this is um bill saying like it's my way it's you know i know you think bill is a good coach and we're gonna see does he suck is he good
0: in other random sports stuff uh nfl football is back it's back on this thursday fans are back Um, it's going to be awesome to start watching NFL football with fans in the stands and just, yeah, NFL is back and that is super exciting.
1: Yeah. NFL is back. Um, Kansas football, which they always suck, but anyway, they got their first win in about 22 months. Um, they beat South Dakota, um, on Friday. Um, they scored a touchdown with like a minute and 20 seconds left and all their fans were like freaking out. Like (laughs) Like they had just run like more than one game and so shout out kansas football for yeah. finally winning a game
0: dang where did they go last season like nine?
1: yeah they didn't win a game last season Oof. so
0: well yeah good shout out to some college football there kansas football
1: so let's move on to our pick of the week and so me and Caleb are going to be picking a um team in the nfl that is our pick of the week or game of the week whatever you want to call it and so basically how this is working is that if a team wins, we can't reuse that team. Okay, so like we can't pick the Bucks, the Chiefs, and the Packers all year and the Bills, excuse me. Um, we can't pick them all year because that would just be stupid. Yeah. So once a team wins, we can no longer pick that team. But yep. if a team loses, we can re them.
0: Yeah, re-pick them. So, for example, I'm, my pick of the week is the Bills Steelers um, and I'm picking the Ooh. Bills to win. So then if the Bills do win, I won't be able to pick the Bills in the future. Correct. Okay. So, um, like I said, Bills-Steelers is my pick of the week. I think this is going to be a really good game. Two tough teams. Bills um, have been an up-and-coming team in the last two years, and the Steelers have just been a solid program for a very long time. Uh, I just think the Bills have a better team this year, and I think they're going to come out on top. And sorry, Pittsburgh and PA. I just – Big Ben blows, and there's nothing left in his (laughs) tank. Uh-huh. BBB.
1: So um yeah, the Bills are going to win it all for the next 10 years straight. Um <laughs> and I think uh yeah, I I could see um Pittsburgh going 0 and 12 this year to start.
0: 0 and 12? Like yeah. they started like 11 and all last year.
1: Was it Oh, was it 11? Oh, were they 12? Maybe. Okay.
0: Well, either it's yeah. either 0 and
1: 11? We'll just go on 11.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I could see them going 0 and 11 and hopefully they do quite honestly um all right so my better pick of the week is the chargers and the redskins um
0: Um, do you say just to clarify do you mean the football team or the redskins
1: yeah so the la chargers versus the washington redskins so this is going to be a good matchup between the 2020 offensive rookie of the year um with justin herbert and against the defensive rookie of the year um, with chase young and so i think it's going to be a really good game Um, I do think that the Redskins have an amazing defense, um, as a whole. So, Mm -hmm. but I think Justin, um, Herbert is going to freaking lights out, um, Mm -hmm. this year, um, year two, I think he's going to go off. And so he's going to beat up on the Redskins, um, Washington Redskins, just really good. So I'm picking LA, um, even though they have, um, some magic on the, the Redskins side, um, I do think that LA is going to come ahead, and quite honestly, be um, they're going to be a good team this year. I think.
0: Yeah. Uh Okay. Um, well, again, um, make sure you're following our Instagram page at Third String Goats to interact with content throughout the week. Um, whether we're throwing polls out there or um, different stuff, make sure you're there so you can see our content and interact with it. We want you guys to be sending stuff, whether it's just random sports stuff that we can add to our podcast or different things. Uh, We would love your feedback. We would love your um, just uh, different takes on sports as well. So send us your stuff, send us interesting things. We'd love to add it to um, what we got going on here. So something we're adding um, as we're going forward is a challenge of the week. And um, our challenge of the week this week is to push another cart back to the corral. And this isn't just your grocery cart. So when you go shopping, everyone, you know, you should be pushing your cart back to a corral, not just leaving in the middle of a um, parking lot, but um, you push your cart back and then go find another cart to go push back. Because uh, once somebody sees uh, another person doing something nice, that leaves a ripple effect. And then that person might do the same thing. And then another person will see them and that's just going to continue on. Um, and that's something we want to do here in our podcast is, is to, is to challenge our listeners and just to create a positive impact um, in the communities that we live. So, our challenge of the week to you guys is to go push a cart back to the corral.
1: Yeah. You know, I've done this a couple times. Um, but one that one that really sticks out at me is when I first moved to Colorado, there was this older guy. So I was, I was pushing, um, I was unloading my, um, groceries into my car. And as I was pushing the cart, I saw that this older guy was, um, he was super old. Um, and he was putting all his groceries in his car and I was keeping an eye on him as I was putting mine in and, as soon as he was done, I walked up to him because he was like two cars away. And I was like, hey, I'll go and take your um, cart and push it back. And he was like, oh, thank you so much. Um, and I and he looked at me like just that he was just like he couldn't believe that I did that. And so I know it made him um, just, you know, in a better it was a random, you know, act of kindness, something so small. But you never mm-hmm. know, actually, like you said, ripple effect of what that's going to do to someone's day. Yeah, And so. I like that guys, please, um, please do that. Um, if not that just do something else and and let us know what you did. Um, our life hack of the week is actually a cupcake hack. So again, this is going to be even better when I get cupcakes to be healthy for you. Um, but it is a, uh, so you take the top off the cupcake and turn it upside down. Um, and so, cause a lot of the times, like when you eat a cupcake is either cupcake or frosting, right? Mm-hmm. There's no good happy medium. There's no good way to, you know, eat it. And so you take the top off, flip it upside down. Then the frosting isn't quite in the middle, but it's, you know, not on top. And so you can actually take bites with frosting and muffin. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's going to be a life changer, especially when I get them um, to be a little bit more healthy for us.
0: So anyone eating cupcakes this week, rip off the top with your, what did you say? Your paw?
1: Yes, hey. you have to use your paw.
0: Yes. You have a, to call it your must. paw.
1: Yeah. And not um, your foot paw, your actual paw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> guys, we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you're following us at Third Screen goes on our Instagram page. Uh, we love your interaction. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Have a great week.
1: Bye, guys.